Welcome to a podcast by Ryan Anfinrud and Tim Johnson. We're here to have some fun and encourage you in your walk with God. And that might involve some spicy humor for me while our fearless leader, Ryan, drops some hot wisdom. So let's get going. Welcome to Rooster's Ramblings, coming at you from OHC Youth Studios. Let me tell you, when the power goes out, the generator runs on him. It's Tim Johnson. (laughs) Hey, what's up, party people? Listen, this guy right here. Well, he lets cops off with a warning. It's Ryan the Rooster Anfinrud. Hey, yo, got the power. Let's go. Cool. Tim, great to see you today. Yeah, uh, you too, we're brother. so excited to uh, record another podcast. Uh, so su- super interesting because right now here at Oak Haven Church, we're doing a remodel. So a bunch of our church is getting ripped up. I actually got a tour of it today, and we're down to the studs, man. Like, there are no walls a bunch of places. There's, like, walls missing and gone. Now, it's a mess, right? That's construction for you. But I got to tell you, I'm just super excited about what this place is going to be once it's done, right? Like, you've experienced that before, right? Like, just the whole, like, before and after picture. Oh, dude, you know, it's funny you should bring that up because I myself... I'm doing some remodeling at my house, and uh, primarily right now, uh, we're doing the home exterior, so I've got the siding, the windows, the soffit, the fascia. That's right. I also said the fascia. I don't know what half of those things are, Tim. (laughs) (laughs) Well, they're important, and they all do like the curb appeal thing. You know what I mean? Sure. But uh, it's just kind of funny, too, because my house, like right now, it's going from like the ugliest house in three counties. (laughs) You know, to like the 30th ugliest, you know, so, hey, so I'm kicking it up anyway. Upgrade, but, let's go. Dude, let me tell you, man. So when we popped off the siding to my home, mm-hmm. there was just like a colony, okay, of box elder bugs. Oh, gross. Uh, I know you guys have seen them out there, dude. Like, it's, it's, it's seriously, it's like an epidemic in Ham Lake. But, you know, I found them huddled up for warmth under my old siding and, you know, I just kind of scattered them all to the breeze. Right. And so <laughs> we put on the new siding and, uh, you know, now they're all back and they're like, they're looking for their clothes and other personal effects, you know, what I mean? <laughs> but it's like nothing's there. And, you know, but, uh, the only thing worse than getting kicked out of your home, if you're a box elder bug, is when you also get grabbed and are presented to handsome Jack. You know what I mean? Because he'll eat you. All right. There's, there's no question about that. You're done. And, uh, you know, handsome Jack, he'll kind of give me this look like uh, mm, a worthy sacrifice, dad. You know, excellent. So what yeah. you're telling me is your pet can help clean out the pests from your home. Listen, if, if he could open up his second stomach and take down more box elder bugs, he would. But I guess they're not like super nutritious and they uh, might even be bad for them. Sure. So, so you don't want to let it go too far. Yeah. No, it's like if I catch a particularly unruly box elder <laughs> bug, you know what I mean? Like he's he's doomed. You know what I mean? But the rest, you know, if you don't give me too hard of a time, you, you get off scot free. But special cases. Yeah. But hey, you know what? Uh, so about that last thing is, listen, and this is this is a public service announcement to you guys out there. If you're ever going to get a dumpster. All right. Don't tell a soul dude because people always need a dumpster okay i got long lost third cousins calling up out of nowhere you know what i'm saying i I got folks asking to use my dumpster 
And then coming back an hour later with one of those detachable beards. Oh, you no. know what I mean? <laughs> I want to use it again, you know? But uh, anyway, so long story short is, you know, keep that to yourself, okay? Got it. So so it, it, it costs a little bit of money to uh, kind of get that dumpster. And Bro, it's like wanna... 500 bucks, man. Oh, and my so goodness. And so that's why no one gets that. them. Yeah. So when oh. someone gets one, you know, it's like there's a new pool in the neighborhood. Like everyone Got wants it. to swim, you know? Everybody's I mean? like, I don't want to. Pay the pay the man to get rid of my old couch, so maybe I'll pass Correct. it off on you. Correct. So, so. Do, do you let anybody d- throw stuff in your dumpster? Like, when you're done with your project, there's a little bit of space? Okay, if there's a little bit of space, I will. But see, here's the thing is everyone always kind of undersells how much they're going to throw away. Oh, you know what no. I mean? Like, a, You know, I, I say, yeah, oh, yeah, I just got this little pile of trash away. You mind if I toss it in? Of course, of course. I'm a Christian, man. You go ahead, yeah. you know. They come over with uh, with uh, the back of their truck full of, uh, no. you know, old wood and stuff like that. And I, I seriously, this one guy, he, he really did this. And I, I said I had to stop him. I was like, dude, I got stuff. Uh, I don't even know how much stuff I need to still throw away. I was like, you can't do it, man. You know, so don't be afraid to put your foot down with the dumpster. All right? That's moral of the story <laughs> that, you know, there's a good lesson in there. Right. You know, uh, boundaries. Boundaries are a good thing. Yeah. Turn the other cheek, except for. When your cheek is a dumpster or something like that. Okay. <laughs> Rule number one as a Christian, all right? Uh, you know, I think that somebody might get that tattooed someday. So perfect. Looking forward to it. Good. Well, Tim, you're a good person. You're uh you're 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 ready to share your dumpster with people in need as long as they don't have too much stuff. Yeah, don't be too much in need. Too much in need, or else we can't help you. No, I'm just kidding. I'm sure Tim will Tim will be happy to share if you're a reasonable person. No, but we, we, we've been having some good conversations about God and encouraging people in their faith. And there, there's, a, there's a topic that we've heard about a number of times uh, that I think is worth talking about. It's the question of, is God actually good or is God actually loving, right? So that the question goes like this, can a loving God actually send someone to hell, Right. Like that, that's a really good question. It's something that a lot of people are dealing with. It's something that has hurt a lot of people, right? Hell has been this thing in the past that just you get threatened with of the like. This is super juicy, dude. Uh, I'm excited about this one. Yeah, but it's like do the right thing or else, right? Like it's turned into the almost like cosmic boogeyman that puts like, hey, you know, if you don't behave, God's coming after you and he's going to send you to the bad place. Um, you know, and that, I don't, I don't believe that's who God is, but then I get the question, is God actually good if he sends people to hell? And, and, you know, there, there's so much to unpack here. Like we ain't got time to get through everything. Right. So like, if you're listening to this and you are interested in having this conversation continue, uh, send us questions, right? Send us specific questions. And we'd love to see if we can tackle them or talk about them on the podcast a little bit. Um, but I, I think the first question about is God good, uh, we have to back up a little bit and figure out where our sense of right and wrong comes from to begin with, right? So I, I think it's fair to say that people have a sense of right and wrong, at least when it comes to them, right? So, so Tim, if, if somebody hurts you, it's pretty clear that there's something that's right and wrong in the world, right? Absolutely. You know, and, uh, you know, you're liable to see me go fetal when that happens. Okay, Just curl up into a ball. <laughs> you hurt me. Don't. Yeah, no, that sounds more like me, Tim. You're you're a tough dude. Uh, we all curl up into a ball at some time. But but right. So like when we get hurt. 
we know there's right and wrong. Now, we also have the opposite, and because we're human, we tend to justify ourselves. And when we do something wrong, we're more likely to make excuses instead of just, right? So we're like, oh, well, it's okay that I did this wrong thing because times are tough, right? Um, But I think if we're honest with ourselves, we'll be able to say, like, regardless of what I choose to do, there is right and there is wrong, right? Like, like we can't deny that. There's universal truths. Uh, You know, some people call it the law of nature, uh, some people call it just your conscience. Uh, but if we go around the world, there's a pretty big universal like, hey, there are some things that just we can't tolerate. Now, there's some things that different cultures treat differently, right? So like without getting into what is right and wrong, it's fair to say that in one culture, something might be wrong and in another culture, they might call it right. And so, so then we need to dig a little deeper and figure out, well, is there a right or wrong here? Is this neutral? Whatever. A lot of our decisions in our day they're not right or wrong, right? They don't matter. What color you wear doesn't matter on a moral level, right? Like you're not going to get God mad at you for choosing to wear blue on Fridays or something. I don't know. I, I By the way, I know nothing about fashion. So uh, yeah, I'm going to get myself in trouble if I keep talking about that. Um, hey, and by the way, take off that visor right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. Too nerdy? That visor doesn't make the cut, not even for an audible format. <laughs> everybody's cringing like, Ryan, you're just not living up to fashion today. I can tell. I can just see you through the microphone. No, but yeah, so when we ask the question, where does right and wrong come from? You know, some people might say right and wrong comes from God. Absolutely, that's what I would say. Some people might disagree with that, and that's fine. Let's have the conversation. But I think we have to start at the place that we do have this sense of right and wrong. We have a sense of justice. That, that if, if something is wrong, that needs to be fixed. And so that, that brings us to the concept of hell, right? So hell is a punishment for those who choose wrong, or at least that's how it's portrayed as. I, I would add something to that. I would actually change that, how that's said, because I think that's an unhealthy way of thinking about hell. But we'll get to that in just a second. Because the second part of the question that people say is, is God actually loving, Right? Now, now this, this question says, well, if God actually loves, then he wouldn't send people to hell, right? So an eternity of torment, right? So just like never ending, there's no hope for the future. That's just the end. Well, that's not a very loving thing to do. Well, he, here's the question then. Let's back up for a second. Let's cut out the, you know, is God loving or not loving in for a second. Let's talk about what loving actually means, Because when people say that, they're assuming that God is only loving, that God is loving and he has actually no sense of justice, right? So so we think about things that are wrong in our world, think about your family, think about your friends, whatever. If there's a friend or someone in your life that you're close to who is hurt and they're deeply hurt in a violent way, it would not be loving for you to go to your friend, your family, whoever it is, and say, hey, I'm going to just go think it's cool that this person did this to you because I'm trying to love them, right? That's not loving towards the person who got hurt. And so all of a sudden, we have to make a choice. Can we be only loving? I, I, I don't think so. I think loving includes justice. Loving includes standing up for your friend and making sure that whatever violent act happened against them is remedied, 
right? There needs to be justice for there to be love. And that brings us back to God. Ryan, I'm, I'm glad you brought up justice right there, because as I'm thinking about this, dude, and this is heavy, heavy stuff. You oh, know yeah. What I mean, um, this is this is some fire and brimstone coming at you here. And, you know, <clears throat> justice, right? God still loves those in hell. It says that nothing can separate us from God's love. So imagine that even though it saddens him unbearably, he is also a just God, not just a loving God. And so the justice is important. It's an important aspect of this thing. Yeah, no, that's super true, right? Like to to love somebody is to hold them accountable for their actions. Um, and I think that's where we get our what is hell wrong, right? We think of hell as the cosmic boogeyman coming to get you if you do the wrong thing. But here's what God did, right? Like if, if you've been a Christian for a while, you know how this works. If you don't know Christian theology very well, like, man, buckle up. This is core. Like, this is the reason people are Christians right here. It's not be good or else you go to hell. It's the, hey, people stink. I stink. You stink. We all stink together, right? Like, that's just what people do. The Bible calls this sin. You don't need to call it sin, but we all do things wrong. We think things wrong. We rebel. We sin, right? And by not being perfect, because let's be real, God is perfect, heaven is perfect. We can talk about that on another podcast if you want to. But when we deny God, when we sin against God, we can't go to heaven, right? To be loving to those uh, who are in heaven, to be just, right? Because justice matters to an infinitely good God. We cannot be in heaven with God. That means we have to go to hell. And did you guys know that God just doesn't send only people that he loves to eternal hell? Uh, read Revelations. If you want to know what happens to Satan and the oh, demons man. and all the bad guys in the end, the final, the the big finale, dude. All right. Satan's getting what he's got coming. <laughs> That's true. All right. And he even gets eternal punishment. OK, so this is. This is a situation where you make your choice, you know, and, and the whole reason we're even doing this podcast and the reason youth group exists is so that you guys can make the right choice so that me and Ryan can continue to make the right choice. I mean, yeah. we're right there in the trenches yeah. with you guys, man. Know that, man. And, and I'm in a place in my life where for a long time I thought I knew everything I needed to know. Right. So like I was operating and teaching and thinking out of this attitude of. Well, I already learned this before, so why do I need to learn anymore? And all of a sudden, I'm in this place where I was like, man, I got to be able to answer questions on a deeper level, right? I can't just answer them with what I learned when I was growing up. I got to be able to like dig deep, and I hope you guys uh, can get a place and get to a place in your life where you can do the exact same thing. Now, so so what, what does God do? There's this problem, right? There's people who He loves who are going to be stuck going to hell because that's the right thing to do. That's just. And so what God does is he sends his own son, Jesus, to the earth to live the life that we couldn't live, right? Like, we can't be perfect. Jesus lived perfectly, right? Jesus died the death that we deserved, right? We call going to hell a spiritual death. Well, Jesus died a physical death to represent our spiritual death, which isn't the main point. The main point is Jesus being God rose back from the dead and defeated death once and for all. And again, that same symbolism, he defeated our spiritual death once and for all. 
And so all of our sin and all mistakes, God says, hey, give them to Jesus. He will pay for them so you don't have to. And so the reason why we preach Jesus so hard is because it's the sweetest deal in the universe, right? God's love is so much that Jesus took on all of the pain that you and I deserve, because let's be real, we're not perfect, and he paid for it so that all you and I have to do is say, Jesus, I want to follow you. Please take my sin. Please pay for it for me. I will follow you. And he does. And so all of a sudden, you and I, who deserves hell, right, who deserves justice for not being perfect, all of a sudden we get eternity with God. We get eternal joy and we get to move away from that punishment. And it didn't cost us anything, right? It costs us Jesus' life and his suffering. And it costs us the decision to follow Jesus and to try and be more like him. All right. How you feeling? How you feeling? You need to take a deep breath. Yeah, I'm, I'm feeling great, man. That's some good stuff right there. I mean, hey, no one can say that this isn't the hardest hitting podcast in Ham Lake. Hey, yo. I, how many podcasts are in Ham Lake? I'm sure there's at least, you know. Upwards of three, I imagine. <laughs> you know, But they don't hit as hard as this one, Ryan. Out, out, out of all five people living in Ham Lake, at least three of them have a podcast. Let's go. Just kidding. Man, no, I mean, this is good stuff. This is why we do what we do, man. I want I want opportunities to talk about this stuff. And so I know you guys have a lot of other questions and, you know, maybe something I said didn't make sense or something I said you sparked a different question for you. So definitely go down to the description, click that link, uh, send us a question. Let us know what you're thinking about because uh, this is really important stuff. And, you know, although you said you're not perfect, Ryan, I'm looking at that beard right now and I could put a micrometer up to those hairs, dude. Those things are, I mean, uh, uniform. Hey, boy. that beard nice is about perfect. Fresh, nice and fresh. Ooh, I got I to tell you, uh, you know, you're getting old when you get a beard trimmer for Christmas and you're super excited. About yeah, it. dude. Welcome <laughs> to old. So everybody listening, keep an eye on that. Uh, that's the benchmark. When that happens, when you get a grooming uh, tool for Christmas and you're excited, that's it. That's when old happens. Yeah, at least one person in your life who loves you very much is sort of saying, you know, you're let's, old. Let, you know. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> so that's good. All right. Well, we're, we're nearing the end of the show. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, what we're going to do is we're actually going to make one more episode for this season um, and then we're going to take a little bit of break for the summer, some time, uh, Tim and I got to refresh a little bit. We got, we got some plans and some ideas for the podcast and we need some time to kind of put those together to make this something that's even more valuable for you. I wonder if we shouldn't have a special guest for the, the finale here Ooh. this year. Ooh, let's talk about that. Let's talk about that. Yeah. Uh, I'm open to it. Uh, let's see if we can make that happen. Excellent. So, yeah, if, if you've got questions, send them to us. And it doesn't have to be for the last episode either. You can let us know your questions and what you're thinking about any time. Uh, we'll take them into consideration for future episodes and future seasons. So, well, dang, dude, we've reached the end. I'm Ryan. And I'm Tim. And until next time, we want you to grow to know God's love because God loves you and so do we. God bless you. <laughs> <laughs>